Going back to my life at age 2, in 1953 on Vine Street in Muncie, Indiana, my first home, moments of interest in 1953 at age 2, when I was 2, one night when I was alone in my small bedroom of the two-bedroom small house, a lightning bolt with super loud thunder hit next to my house and sounded like a big bomb hitting my house, it hit next door, and I was so scared that I ran terrified, the little kid that I was, and ran into my parents' bedroom, and told them I was scared by the lightning and thunder and they told me I could get into their bed while they talked to me, and when early Sunday morning came, my father got the Muncie Star Sunday newspaper and let me look at it for a little while, the comic section, my favorite part of that little Sunday paper, and after a short while, when the storm passed over and passed by, I went back to my little bedroom, feeling better. I used to have a thing called a nylite in my room, plugged into the wall AC outlet, a little 7-watt Christmas tree white light, that let me see where I was in my bedroom at night, to guide me if I needed to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, or whatever, I always enjoyed nightlights and my parents let me get several more nightlights to install in the hallways and other places, like my bathroom, and so forth, the little things make me happy as well as the big things, like New York City art museums, which I first got to see in the summer of 1965, at age 14, my first trip to New York City, and four major cities in eastern Canada on the same trip, Toronto, Ontario, Quebec, French Canada, which I totally enjoyed, and finally, Montreal, also French Canada. On that trip, I was in New York City more than four days and nights and I spent two days and nights at the then-famous New York World's Fair, 1964-1965, which I took about 300 photographs of with my newly acquired Zeiss Icon Contaflex 435mm SLR film camera with interchangeable Zeiss lenses, the best lenses in the world, 50% better than Nikon and Canon lenses, perfect rich pure saturated color, just like postcards. More about that East Coast trip in 1965 summer later on, back to Vine Street in 1953 at age 2. In June 5, 1953, my new younger brother Paul was born and he moved into my bedroom, and we shared a common bedroom our entire years of our youth up, until I was age 18 and he was 16, in Indianapolis, Indiana USA, we slept in a trundle bed by Bassett Furniture Company, the bed was solid maple wood and was like a bunk bed except Paul's lower level part of the best, I slept on top of the bed about 5 feet above the floor lever, with a wooden ladder on the side of my bed to let me get into and out of the bed, so Paul's part of the trundle bed was on small wheels called caster wheels so he could slide it out from under my part of the upper level of bed, if he wanted to. We had a western brown cowboy boot sparchus wall clock in there and each of us had our own record collection in two different maple dressers, each of us owned about the same number of phonograph records, 45 rpm 7 inches vinyl single records, each of us had about 1045s as they were called, with two 000 1960s hit songs on the 1045s. We had many of the same songs and records, but I had all of the new Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention albums which first came out and appeared in record stores in 1967. When I was in high school, I bought the first 10 Frank Zappa albums and most of the next 30 albums up through the year of 1988 in Phoenix, Arizona, surprisingly, my super-conservative ultra-far-right political father actually allowed me and my brother to buy whatever rock songs and records we wanted to buy, including my Frank Zappa albums. That was amazing. I told my father that Frank Zappa is against drugs and always had been. He was impressed with that little fact. So my parents actually encouraged my creativity and artisticness and allowed me to play keyboards in two major rock and roll bands in Indianapolis when I was a teenager in high school, the two rock bands being called The Rebel Kind and then Fire. We won the Indianapolis Battle of the Bands in 1968 at the East Side Randsburg Family YMCA, newly built around the year of 1957 when we had just moved to Indianapolis, a coincidence? Maybe or maybe not, 
I don't know it was on North Shortridge Road just across the street from the new Eastgate Shopping Center, the first major shopping mall in the USA, as far as I know, etc. Guess which super-famous rock and roll band from LA California, came to give a rock concert at Eastgate Shopping Center across the street from where I was at the exact moment they were playing across the street from me while I was at the YMCA with my brother Paul, the Birds, who had about 12 or 15 number one hit songs on the radio in the 1960s, Guess who said the Birds were the best American rock band in the entire 1960s? The Beatles, from London, England, said so. It means something. Guess what? Many of the Birds' best and most famous hit songs were about me. I was told this years later, I had no idea at the time, guess what hit song they played when I came outside the YMCA front door to listen to them from across the street. They then performed their new hit song, So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star. About me I found out later, I love them in their great unique songs, not like other rock bands, they had members of their band named David Crosby, later in the band, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young in the late 60s and early 1970 apostrophe s underscore, the birds were asked in a very famous music magazine in the 1960s, where do you get your inspiration to write your hit songs? They replied, we go to LAX International Airport in Southwest LA and watch and listen to the jet airline planes taking off and landing there, to get our inspiration. Interesting, why? The The Birds came out with a new song called Why? Why, I thought. That is all for now, more to come later, stay tuned, for more about my life, in detail, I am basically determined now, for the first time in my life, to write the story of my life in these huge number of forthcoming episodes as Spotify calls them. This is just the tip of the iceberg and the harbinger of things to come guess what famous hit song by a British rock band called the Yardbirds came out after that. Their hit, Shapes of Things, to come, guess which world-famous superstar rock guitarists, in the future, came from this little band, the Yardbirds? Jimmy Page, founder and lead guitarist of superstar rock band, Led Zeppelin, their biggest world-famous hit rock songs, Stairway to Heaven and Kashmir and Black Dog and Whole Load of Love are about me, or in reference to me. Enough for now, time out. Break time. I'll be back as soon as you listen to the next episode here. I promise. Dash John in New York, USA.